0: You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Listen, I am so excited to have you with us today today. We're in my leadership edition of the How to Win, and I am thrilled about the new subject that I'm going to share with you. I'm going to begin a new series today, and I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to take this leadership journey with, uh, together. So we're going to talk about confidence. The series title is confident or insecure. What kind of leader are you confident or secure? What kind of leader are you? The series theme is leading with Confidence. Leading with confidence. Now, Farming, <laughs> I want to share a secret with you. Now, you can't tell anybody, can't tell anybody about the secret, okay? But these lessons on leadership are really challenging me. When I pastored, and I pastored a wonderful church for for four de- over four decades, and I would tell my church, that the reason why I sounded so perfect as a pastor is because I got the lessons from God before before they did. And so I had a chance to repent and get myself together. So don't tell anybody the secret. These leadership lessons are challenging me to go to the next level. I trust they're challenging you as well. In this new series, Confident, or insecure we are having we have subtopics for each lesson and our subtopic for this first lesson is confidence <laughs> confidence matters Confidence is usually the difference between highly successful leaders and less successful leaders. Francisco Deo, a business consultant and entrepreneur, says that there is one particular component of leadership that is so important and so necessary that without it— Leadership cannot exist. Think about that. And he says this component is confidence. So self-confidence is the fundamental basis upon which leadership grows. He also says that at the end of the day, leadership is about having the confidence to make decisions. And if anyone is afraid to commit to making decisions, all of the communication and all of the empowerment associated with leadership, he says, won't make a squat of difference. So confidence matters. Will you say that? Confidence matters. Let's say it again. Confidence matters so what is confidence? You know, I like words, and I'm going to give you three definitions of confidence. Confidence, number one, is belief in one's self-worth and, and in one's God's given abilities. It is belief in your self-worth, your self-worth. You believe in your own self-worth and in your God-given Abilities. Secondly, confidence is a quiet inner knowledge that you're capable. A quiet inner knowledge that you are capable. So confidence isn't thinking more highly of yourself than you are. Confidence isn't about feeling superior to others. No, it is a quiet inner confidence or inner knowledge that you are capable. Come on, say, I am capable. My third definition of confidence is from a definition that Pat Williams uh, gave in one of his books. He said that confidence is boldness. I like that. Confidence is boldness. Committing yourself to action, confronting danger, enduring hardship, and withstanding opposition in the pursuit of a worthwhile goal. Wow, that's Beautiful. So we see now in our threefold definition of confidence that confidence is belief. It's belief. It's believing in your own self-worth. It's believing in your own God-given abilities. It's an inner quietness, an inner knowing, a quiet knowing that you are capable. Confidence. Is boldness. I love that. When I think about a confident leader, Rosa Parks comes to mind. Rosa Parks is considered the matriarch of the civil rights movement. It was in December 1955 when she f- refused to surrender her seat on a bus on Cleveland Avenue in Montgomery. Her bold, confident actions to stand up, to believe that she had self-worth, her quiet inner confidence that she was capable led to a 381-day Buffs boycott. And that boycott ended 381 days later, on December the 20th, 1956, when the Supreme Court ordered the desegregation of all buses in Montgomery, Alabama, and and, and her bold stance, along with other events, launched the Civil Rights Movement and also launched... A young, dynamic minister, Martin Luther King Jr., into national prominence. We're talking about confidence. And Rosa Parks was full. She had an inner quiet knowledge that she was capable. She believed in her own self worth and she believed that God had given her abilities. We're talking about confidence. Because your confidence matters. Say that, my confidence matters. So let's let's answer the question. We talked about what is confidence. Why is confidence important in leadership? In leadership, and this is my leadership edition. Acts chapter 4, and these leadership principles that I'm teaching you are based off biblical principles. The Word of God is the answer for leadership, too. Acts chapter 4, verse 13, I want to read it to you in the authorized King James Version, and then I want to read it the same verse in the New American Standard Bible. And the authorized version, Acts 4, 13, it says, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. The Bible said when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, the Bible said they understood that they were unlearned and ignorant man. Now, that doesn't mean that they were illiterate. It doesn't mean that they had no training, but these were religious leaders who had had gone through the schools of the rabbi. We we would call these schools seminary. They were seminary taught religious leaders. And when they saw Peter and John and they understood that they didn't have a seminary degree. They didn't have seminary training, the Bible says, but they took no knowledge of them and recognized through their boldness, because of their boldness, that they had been with Jesus. Wow. Now watch this. Acts 4.13, the very same verse and the New American American Standard Bible says, now, as they observed the confidence, that's we, that's what we're talking about. Now, when they observed the confidence of Peter and John and un- understood that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and began to recognize them as having been with Jesus. Wow. Isn't that Wonderful. So now we're talking about why is it important to have confidence in leadership? Confidence, and that's who you are. You are a confident leader. Come on, say that. I am a confident leader. Come on, say this. I lead with confidence. Now Let's look at the results. You know, I like seven, but let's look at the results of confidence and leadership. When leaders exhibit confidence, they usually, number one, are very attractive. They are very attractive and they're easier to trust and follow. Now, when leaders exhibit confidence. Number one, they're very attractive, and they're easier to trust and to follow. Why is that so? Because people like working with confident leaders. People admire confident leaders. Confidence arrests people's attention. It motivates them to listen to you. The Bible says in Acts four thirteen, when they saw the boldness, when they observed the confidence of Peter and John, they took knowledge, because confidence arrests people's attention and motivates them, motivates people to listen to you. Now, follow me. Isn't it difficult? I know the answer, but I'm going to ask you. Isn't it difficult to follow a leader full of self-doubt? Here's a person leading you. And you notice their nervousness and you notice their, their voice trembling and, you, and then they give you a verbal confirmation that they're struggling with what they're saying, uh, what they want to do. It's hard to follow a leader mm-hmm. that's full of self-doubt. You know, when I pastored, I, I remember teaching or training some of our young past young ministers to do uh, funerals and to 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 do eulogies at funerals. And one of the things that I mentioned to them that now you may feel nerves. I think most leaders feel some nerves, especially in the beginning of their their uh their communication. But I said don't let the audience know you're nervous. Don't don't say things like, you know, I've never done a eulogy before. I, this is my first funeral. Uh y'all uh be patient with me. No, no, no. You don't want to ever give hints to your audience that you're nervous and, and that, that you're new at this. No, no, just be bold. Be bold and you've studied, you prepare yourself, and you want to do it. Even if your knees are trembling, don't say it because it's hard to follow and trust leaders who are full of self-doubt. So when leaders exhibit confidence, they usually, number two, have better relationships. Confident leaders usually have better relationships. Relationships because confident, follow me, confident leaders make others feel significant. So in the psychology of it is that most of the time, if I feel good about myself, then typically I will uh, feel good about you and, and I will express my feelings toward you. And then you in return, because of the reciprocity, you in return will feel good about me. So if I'm a confident leader, I don't mind pushing you forward. I I want you to feel significant. And because I'm motivating you, inspiring you, making you feel significant, it's just only natural for you to reciprocate and 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 feel good toward me. And that exchange, that reciprocity there, causes us to have a good relationship. So number two, confident leaders usually have better relationships. Number three, when leaders exhibit confidence, they usually are able to listen to contradictory opinions. Wow. They're usually able to listen to contradictory opinions. And even though others may have an opinion that's different than the leader. Because the leader is secure and and has confidence, that leader can receive these contradictory uh, opinions. Now we have a free flow of ideas and opinions and we have a broader perspective on the matter. Number four, when leaders exhibit confidence, they usually are open to risk. And risk is a part about it's always necessary to going to the next level. And that's what leaders do. They take people to the next level. But when you have confidence as a, a leader, then you will uh, be open to more risk. Without confidence, a leader will never move outside of his or her comfort zone. Consequently, that leader will never reach his or her full potential. Number five, when leaders exhibit confidence, they usually have more resilience. That word resilience means to bounce back. In other words, when you have confidence you will be better at handling stressful situations you'll be better at handling uh, conflict you'll be better at handling setbacks now I want to share some with you and I know this by experience in leadership even if you are a high level leader you lead on a high level they're going to be stressful situations, there are going to be conflict. And trust me, even if you touch all your bases, there are going to be some setbacks. But it's something about confidence. When a leader has confidence, that leader can bounce back can get back up after the setback. Number six, when leaders exhibit confidence, they're better coaches and they give more candid feedback. Show me a a coach who, uh, show me a leader who coach others at a high level. Usually they have a lot of confidence uh, and they're very candid. A confident leader are very candid in their feedback. Why? Because they have less anxiety, less fear about what others think. They're not concerned about whether they're liked or not liked. They want to help that person go to the next level. And because they have confidence, they are give you candid feedback. And then finally, number seven, We're talking about the results of confidence. Why is it important to have confidence in your leadership? Number seven, when leaders exhibit confidence, they usually achieve more than others, other leaders who only have talent, education, or skill. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that again because I think that's I think that is so powerful. This number seven. We're talking about when leaders exhibit confidence, they usually achieve more than leaders who only have talent. Talent is important. Education, education is important, and skill, skill is important. But a confident leader usually will achieve more than a person, a leader who just operating out of their education or their talent or their skill. And we see that in Acts chapter 4, verse 13. And at chapter 413, Peter and John did not have the theological training, did not have the theories, did not have all the other stuff that these rabbis had. Yet they were operating on a higher level and influencing more people because confidence accentuates, confidence builds on your talent and your education and your skill. In fact... Self-doubt will undermine talent, skill, and education. Now, I, I, as we close, I want to I want to look at the three sides of confidence. and you're a confident leader. Come on say I'm a confident leader. The, the three sides of confidence, Side, and I'll give them to you, then I'll come back and look at each one of them. Side one is confidence in God. Side two is confidence in yourself, in self. And then side three is confidence in others. Confidence in God, confidence in yourself, confidence in others. Come on, said that after me. Confidence in God, that's number one. Confidence in self, that's number two. And confidence in others is number three. I believe that all three levels, all three sides are very important to successfully leading people. So let's look at confidence in God. And my church, my pastor uh, taught a series entitled Limitless. And in that series, he was teaching us about the limitless nature of God, how he's limitless in his power. He's limitless in his resources. He's limitless in his love for us. Well, think about it. If he is limitless in his nature, and Malachi three six says that he doesn't change. James 1 seventeen says, there's no shadow of changing in him, then it's really to our advantage, to have confidence in a limitless God because we confront limitations all the time. So our first uh, area of confidence should be in God. Now, this has to be a priority. Number one priority has to be Confidence in God before confidence in self, before confidence in others. It has to be first. Why? Why must it be first? Because confidence in God is the root. Say root. Root implies that there's going to be some fruit. Confidence in God has to be root, the root. But if the root is rotten and if you're putting confidence in yourself before confidence in God, confidence in others before confidence in God, or confidence in others and confidence in yourself and no confidence in God, then the root is rotten. Mm-hmm. Now, if the root is rotten, you're not gonna walk in confidence, leading confidence. If the root is rotten, in other words, if God is not first, then you're going to walk in arrogance. Arrogance will be the root. And we see it all the time at all arenas of leadership. We see arrogant leaders because the root is not confidence in God. The root, in most cases, is confidence in self. No confidence in God. So confidence in, in God has to be first. Secondly, confidence in self. Confidence in self. Now, some people confuse this. Sometimes they they hear a genuinely confident person, and they say, well, they're just arrogant. They're just arrogant. No, you should have confidence in yourself. You're not going to, to walk in confidence if you don't have any confidence in yourself. If you're full of self-doubt, you're not going to lead people at a high level. You're just not going to do it. But now listen at this. Confidence in self must be based solely on the reality that you are God's workmanship, it must be based on the reality, the scriptural reality, the divine reality that you are a believer. And I believe, uh, you know, I believe you're a believer that you are God's workmanship. If you are a believer, you're a Christian, you've invited Jesus into your life, then you are God's workmanship, God's masterpiece. That's what Ephesians 2.10 tells us. It says that we're his workmanship. We're His handiwork. In other words, God created you. God crafted you. He He took a mold, and that mold is Jesus. And He put He created you out of the mold of Jesus. So you're God's workmanship. So think about it. Why shouldn't you have confidence in what God uh, did in you? How is it that God recreated you in Christ? out of the mold of Christ and now you're full of self-doubt. When you're full of self-doubt as a believer, it's because you don't believe in God's handiwork. You don't believe in God's craftsmanship. So a lot of what people call humility is not humility at all. No, I am God's workmanship. You are God's workmanship. You're his handiwork, you're his masterpiece. (laughs) God will never create anything that is not worthy, not capable, not excellent. And that's you. You're worthy. You're capable. You're excellent because God created you. So you should hold your head up high and be confident in your worth, confident in your God-given abilities because you're his workmanship. So you should be walking around having confidence in yourself because God recreated you in Christ Jesus. And then thirdly, if you're gonna lead people at a high level, and and I think this is the order, I think this is the priority order, God, self, and then others, you should have confidence in others. Well, I, I just, you just don't know who these people follow. No, 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 no. Let's go back to the beginning. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 28, it says that God created man in his own image. Man, generic, man, human species. That would be female, man, male, man, the human race. He created Man in his own image and in his own likeness. And then he said to creation man, the human race man, he said, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it. Have dominion. Now think about it. Here God is. He has confidence in humanity to the point that he gave man dominion. He gave humanity dominion. He said, I want you to dominate this earth. I want you to be fruitful and multiply and replenish and subdue the earth. Everything comes, squash it, put it under your feet. Think about it. God has confidence in people. So why wouldn't you have confidence in people? Think about it, God has more knowledge than you do. He knows the intricate details of humanity. He knows what's in man. He knows about men's weaknesses and their strengths. And yet he had confidence in mankind so you should walk out of that revelation and have confidence in people you can't leave people walking around for well I just don't I don't trust people I don't believe in people well think about it God does so why wouldn't you so listen confidence has three signs or three levels or three priorities Confidence in God, confidence in self, and confidence in others. Now, we're talking uh, uh, from the question, confidence or insecure? Are you a confident leader or are you insecure? And in this first lesson, we discussed and talked about confidence matters. I trust you got something out of this lesson Oh, it's going to be wonderful. I'm telling you, you're going to feel like you can run through a wall. You're going to feel like you can chew iron when you finish listening to this series. I love you, and I want to thank you for uh, sharing this time with me. I look forward to seeing you next time. I'm